Welcome to Bite Size Dental Marketing. Today I have Jessica Nunn. Jessica's the CEO and financial consultant and founder of Maven Financial, as well as runs my company and my personal finances as well. So, and I love her and she's my friend. Jessica, how are you? It's been a minute. What have you been up to? Thank you for having me here and letting me run your whole life. It's mm -hmm, one of the most mm -hmm. fun things I do. Uh -huh. um, we I have a, are. I have a, you know, I don't think, I think I've shared it with you. I have a document just in case I suddenly die. Sorry. And, uh huh. And the first line, once Emily gets settled in, is to call Jessica. Good. It's like literally like, once you've processed this, call Jessica. I That's feel like the, I might be on that list for a couple of people, which mm -hmm. man, is that the call that I want to take? I don't know. I got to think about that one. <laughs> I hope that Andre calls you first so you don't hear it from Emily, but. Oh yeah. yeah that'd be good. Someone's Let's calling you. Someone's calling you first. Yeah. Let's make that happen. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully not. Right. Okay. So here's what we got going on. We have finally finished what we're calling our benchmarking study. So, you know, we work with a lot of dental offices, right? We have access to all their financial information. So why not? compile them so that we can see as a whole, what, how is our portfolio comparing? How are they performing? What happened last year? How is that different than what's happening this year? What are we seeing? Cause really we have enough clients and enough information that we can be benchmarking, not only each client against our portfolio, but also like against the industry. What are we seeing with our clients? What are the challenges? Right. How are those challenges showing up in their financials? So you want to jump in? Let's do it. Let's jump in. Okay. So last year, 2022, think about 2022. What was going on in 2022? We couldn't find people and we couldn't get for a lot of the year, the supplies that we needed, right? We were over ordering. We were um, hmm. kind of still had a little PTSD from 2020 and 2021, where if we were lucky to get our hands on some gloves. So because of that, I will say that in 2022, our payroll on average for our practices combined was about 30% of our revenue, some of our collections. Typically, okay. we like this to be more like 25%. So we're seeing it show up in the numbers mm -hmm. that folks were having a hard time finding people. Maybe they were using more contract labor, which is more expensive than you know just having someone on your team. But then also, we had to pay people a little bit more. So we're seeing yeah. that for sure show up in the numbers. And I don't love that on average, clients' payroll was about 30%. But you know, it's the reality. These numbers aren't lying. Secondly, our lab and supplies last year were about 14% and we were seeing a lot of spend in the supply area. So typically supplies are about 6% of a dental practice, but last year we were seeing a lot of eights, nines, mm. because I think folks were still like, if they could get their hands on it, they were buying it. And this just resulted in an overspend. So if we yeah. think about payroll was 30%, lab and supplies is 14%, then those two costs added up was 44% of our collections out the door, right? Before we even paid our rent, our utilities, no. any of our other bills. And when I say payroll, I'm referring to team payroll only. No doctors are in that number. So it's literally just the team payroll. So then what about the other costs of the practice? So on average for our clients, they spend about 3% on marketing. So what do you, I mean, we typically say, you know, four to 5%, just depending on where you are in your practice. So this might've been a little bit low and maybe folks were, I, I think it's two things. One, 
some of our practices are fully in network with insurance. And when they are, you know, they have, um, they get new patients just by being on a list. So they're not right. potentially spending as much as an out of office or a fee for service, out of network fee for service practice. Um, I mean, do you guys feel like folks spend about the same last year as typical? We're definitely seeing it tightened last year. I think some of it was, you know, just fear of the economy, which paradoxically, um, a marketing person would tell you that when you get into a, a tightening, you would, you would, you would, you should bump your marketing spend. No, no, no one does, but, but you know, that, that's fine. Uh, we've definitely had some folks come back to us and ask, you know, can I lower my marketing budget and things like that? And we've said, okay, um, you know, and, and, and we're not just doing the same work for less. I mean, we're typically cutting search, Google search or something, something that, that may be a little more expensive channel, but no, we're, we've seen some tightening. Now I will say that that was last year. This year we've seen folks try to ramp up because they're not getting the patient quality they want. So they, we've, we've had a, a, a pretty good health of people wanting to spend more money this year, but last year certainly was a tightening. Well, and we'll look at 2023 in a bit and we'll see if that shakes out in the numbers for us as well. Mm -hmm. So rent is also obviously one of the largest costs of a dental practice. And on average rent for our clients was about 4.4% last year, which is great. Mm -hmm. We like to see about five. So on average, our clients are spending a little bit less on rent than some of the others. So this means that their fixed expenses, right? Which is like, we say fixed expenses are the costs that don't care how many patients you show up. Rent. Yeah. Uh, utilities, right? Um, your computer costs, they, your computer costs are not going to change if you have one patient or 30 patients that day. It is what it is, right? So these fixed costs were about 17% last year. So in total, our, our, our total expenses, let me add those up here, were about uh, 54, sorry, 64%. Right. So when people talk about what's my overhead, where should my overhead be? What we look at in terms of overhead is PL costs. So not loan payments and also not doctor salary, because if right. you think about it, an owner doctor kind of pays themselves however they want. So it's not an apples to apples comparison. Mm -hmm. So I take mm -hmm. out all doctor payroll. I don't include that. And I don't include loans either. So if we look at overhead for just team payroll and then kind of the ongoing costs of the practice, on average, our clients last year were about 64%. So that leaves 36% nice. available to pay for their own salaries, their own perks, retirement and loans. Typically in a dental office, we like to see that closer to 40%. So I would say mm -hmm. then our practices last year were less profitable than what we like to see. So that's, that's, you know, not my favorite thing to say, <laughs> but let's look at this year. 22 was a rough year for us. It was. I, I feel that there were a lot mm -hmm. of challenges, right? There was. It, and I think just culturally people were not, uh, we were still having some fatigue. I, vacations were a huge thing for, for through the summer. And I think just expenses across the board were higher. And we, you know, we struggled a little bit with, with our, you know, human resources side of the business. And yeah, I mean, even marketing advertising went up you know, the cost of the cost of display advertising went up, you know, last year. Well, for our practices, we're seeing, you know, for sure, 2022 was kind of a, a reset, I would say a year mm -hmm. of like, let's other than the challenges of finding the team, 
think we had to also retrain the patients. Like you and I have talked about cancellations were through the roof, right? So if you think about it, if our clients or patients are canceling out of our schedule, then our production isn't as high as what we would typically see, right? If we're yep. short a dental assistant and a hygienist, then our production isn't as high as what we would normally see. So what we're seeing happened last year compared to this year is that the costs aren't less, right? We didn't go in and bargain with our team and now we're paying everyone less salaries. We didn't reduce our rent. We didn't reduce our advertising. Like our costs are the same, if not more, but some of those challenges have been overcome mm. so that our production and our collections are higher. So on average last year, our production per patient, hold on, let me pull it up, was $450. On average, our production for every patient that came into each of our practices was $450. This year, it's 470. Nice. So if we have more patient visits and we're producing more on patients because we're able to get them to accept treatment, we're able to help them figure out how to pay for it, then even though our costs might be the same in terms of dollars, in terms of percentages, they are better. <laughs> so now we're seeing our lab and supplies 13% instead of that 14%. We're cutting a whole percentage points off that. It's, and it's not happening in the lab. It's happening with the supplies in almost every practice in our meetings. I'm like, what are, are you just not paying your bills? Like why are our supplies so much less than they were this time last year? And I feel like we've, we've realized, okay, these things aren't in short supply anymore. Like if I need to get stuff, I can get it. I can mm -hmm. calm down mm -hmm. on the ordering of it. And maybe also they have a little bit in their backlog, right? Cause all the yep. stuff that we bought last year, we spent too much. Now we're using that, but I've seen dental supplies lower than I've ever seen them in my career this year. And it's probably not that the prices have come down, right? We've just gotten smarter about ordering. Same with payroll. Mm -hmm. Payroll has come down. Thank goodness. We're seeing less than 30% now, which I'd still like it to be closer to that 25, you know, percent. And I think let's tighten some of these things with regards to cancellations. Let's continue to make sure we're fully staffed up, um, you know, for folks that are getting out of network, make that change happen. And that will help us see our, our staffing costs come back to a more normal amount, but it is good to see that it's coming down as a percentage of income so far. Yeah. I think a lot of that's turnover based. I know that when we see offices turn over, I mean, there's some, there's some amount you pay out, you know, when they leave there's, then there's the retraining and the, True. all the thing that goes along. But I, I would agree. It, staff seems more stable this year than ever. And we know that because typically when uh, office turns over the front desk, they'll reach out to us and say, Hey, can you listen to phone calls? Of, of you know the, the new person and we we've had a lot less of that which is always nice i think you know teams are kind of getting settled in maybe a lot of the movement has shifted <laughs> we still have a lot of offices that are short like if i somehow was you know able to find hygienists and place hygienists i'd be <laughs> i'd be another business that'd be worth having because they're i feel like it, everyone needs another hygienist. it would definitely be worth having right i wish mm -hmm. you could just go hygienists <laughs> Hygienists are the most in-demand position that there has to be in dental right now. I would agree with that. So maybe associates are still, maybe associates are still. Um, yeah, that's always going to be a thing. Marketing folks are spending a little bit more this year, which is interesting because we talked about income is rising. So for the percentage to come up as well, that's actually a higher dollar spend. So what you're mm -hmm. saying is ringing true in our numbers too, that people are um, trying to get maybe a different kind of patient in the door and they're willing to spend money for that. The fixed costs yeah. are coming down as a percentage and that's likely again, a function of the revenue increasing. 
So overall, our overhead this year is about 61%. So it's come down. So our practices as a whole are more profitable year to date 2023 than they are 2022. So that's a good sign. And again, a lot of that is the production increasing. A lot of our practices are just having great, great months. So we look, you know, every month Mm -hmm. we review the financials with them and we're like, well, you hit your goal. Or I have one that I said, why do I even goal for you? Why am I setting these goals? Because you're blowing it out of the water every single month. I'm like, what What am I even doing anymore, right? Makes you feel mm-hmm. not great at your job when they're <laughs> surpassing their goal by hundreds of thousands of dollars. But we'll take it better than the other way. Oh my gosh, uh, that'd be the best problem I'd ever have. I would yeah. celebrate that problem with you. I'm like, stop proving me wrong. But if you have to, I guess it's okay. What's cool is when we first started doing this, you know, we just do CFO services. So we're not preparing tax returns. We're not preparing financial statements. People would call and say, oh, like, you're what? what is this? You know, like I'd invented mm-hmm. this thing that we're doing. What do you mean you don't do <laughs> tax returns or financials? Like, what are you doing mm-hmm. then? And now people call and they say, hey, we're really, we're happy with our CPA. We're happy with our tax return and our financial statements. Now we need the CFO role. So that's kind of cool to see, okay, it's a thing and people know about it now. I'm not just like teaching everyone when they get on the phone, what a CFO does for your business. So that's been good to see. No, I, I've said, I think the last time you were on that benchmarking to me is the most impactful thing that you do. I mean, I like the other things that occur, but the comfort knowing what's happening in the industry, the comfort that you know, you're seeing these correlations in other clients brings me comfort because I will say, even though I feel plugged in, it feels myopic sometimes if I'm growing or if, if I'm having a good year, is the market having a good year? Am I killing it? Am I, it, it's just so comforting to have that underlying data that we can benchmark and see how everyone else is doing. So I, when you, I think a few years ago, you sent out a survey asking what the most, maybe it was a, a uh, informal oh, email yeah, yeah. or something about what the most valuable thing we do. And mine was benchmarking. You should do that again. Well, I was going to say to know, like when you're having a problem like cancellations or staffing, Hey, you're not alone in this. You know, this is an industry wide mm-hmm. thing. This isn't a you problem. This isn't everybody problem. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for your time. And as always, it's, it's such a pleasure. And that was your bite of dental marketing. Yes. Thank you.